Well, hey there, sweet friend. Today, I want to talk about you. I know you so well because I think about you all the time. Here you are volunteering your time to get more information, motivation, and encouragement to continue doing what you do and what you love most, making your impact in the classroom and being the savior of the world's future. That is absolutely amazing, and I love what you do. So today, we're going to talk about the core beliefs that make you the teacher that you are. Down in your teacher core, these are the beliefs that you and others like you hold and refer to often to keep you going, to keep you refreshed, and keep you moving forward as an educator. I mention these not because I think you need to work at creating them, but that you need to identify them within yourself often. Bask in them, nurture them, and grow to your full teacher potential using them. So today, let's chat the five core beliefs that you and every effective primary teacher has in their teacher heart of hearts. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome to another episode of the Primary Teacher Friends Podcast. You know me by now. My name is Tony, and I am so passionate about helping you become more joyful and therefore impactful in the classroom. I eat, sleep, and breathe primary education, and I absolutely gravitate to teachers who are happy and joyful in what they're doing. My goal in life is to help you become more effective so that you can stick around and help our kiddos. They deserve happy, joyful, and effective teachers just like you. Really quick, before we get started, let me ask you a big, big favor. If you are an avid listener to the show, please leave a review on the podcast. If you scroll down past the very first episode, there is a little area with some stars and there is a place that says write a review. You do not know how much that means to me to see that those listening actually respond in this way. So if you find time, please leave a review on the podcast. It means so, 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 so much to me. And now let me say that, as I mentioned in the intro, I think about you a lot. And that may sound kind of creepy, but I'm constantly thinking about how I can serve teachers and how I can help them grow and really enjoy what they're doing. 
and I'm constantly observing teachers around me, especially when I find a teacher that stands out as happier than others. You know, those teachers that cannot stop talking about teaching, that love it so, so much that it just shows in everything they do. These teachers fascinate me in a way that makes me question the norm. I look for patterns and qualities in them that can be replicated in myself and in others. These are those astounding teachers who, although may lose focus from time to time, at their core are so passionate about teaching. Everyone knows it and other teachers look at these kinds of teachers and wonder, wow, how do they enjoy this so much and what am I missing? Here's the coolest part. I know that you are one of those teachers because you are here right now. And therefore, I know that you hold these five core beliefs of the most effective teachers. Whether you recognize them or not, they are deep down in there and we cannot forget to constantly revisit them and utilize them to stick around and do what we love the most. My thought is that maybe if we as primary educators step into our roles as difference makers, we can hang in this for the long haul. So today, I want you to hear these beliefs Dig within yourself and cherish them for just a moment. And let's refuel our teacher spirit with them. Here we go. Core belief number one of the most effective primary educators is that I am in control of my happiness as a teacher. Now, sometimes we may lose touch of this very core idea, but at the end of the day, we know that we hold inside of ourselves what we need to sustain in this career. You know, when I look around at the most unhappy teachers, the blame is always placed on an outside source. Well, my principal doesn't appreciate me. The parents in my classroom hate me. My classroom management is out of control. All of those may sound like viable excuses to be miserable. But at the end of the day, the most effective teachers control their own happiness. They make their own fate and make decisions to let go of things that do not bring them joy and happiness. Of course, I can't get rid of my principal or whoever may be causing the trouble, but I absolutely can take control of how they make me feel. I am in this for my students. I am in this for a more noble cause. So I have to be in control of my happiness. Sometimes that may mean shutting my door and being alone more often than I would like. Because deep down, I know that negativity is not going to help me enjoy my job anymore. Effective teachers normally are not very popular in their building because they have things that other teachers do not. 
They have joy and peace about their job. And that can definitely spark some jealousy where you are. But the most effective teachers are self-driven despite any of that and definitely despite bad leadership. Sometimes we can look around and see all of the unfairness in our workplace and really get tied down, bogged down with that. But at the end of the day, we keep going, we keep finding our joy because deep down at our core, we know that we are in control of our happiness. Now, friend, let me recommend to you, if you are having trouble in this area of administration, you need to find your very own cheerleaders. If your principal is not patting you on the back, as you definitely most certainly deserve, Maybe that means you need to look past that and find your own support in other ways. This is something I have definitely had to do over the years. I cannot live without my cheerleaders, whether those are parents or mentors or any of those things. If you'd like to learn how to find your own cheerleaders, hop back to episode number 30 where I covered this extensively. And this can definitely help you if you feel like you were unsupported in your career. But just remember that you are in control of how you feel. And we're not doing this for our administrators or our co-workers. We are doing this for the impact we are having on the future, which is far more important than anything else. So that was core belief number one. Let's move on to number two. The most effective teachers, and I know you believe this as well, we know that children are inherently good. Deep in their little souls, they hold the goodness of the world. There's so much going on around us, so much negativity and hate and hurt in our society. But when we look at children, we know that they are good. And because children are inherently good, that means we are in a noble cause. We are dealing with all of the stress and all of the pressure because we believe that what we are doing is making a difference in our world. Sadly, when we look around, we feel that no one is looking out for the most vulnerable. There are a lot of people in our world who make decisions based on themselves, but we, the difference makers of this world, are making decisions based on the goodness of children. Along with this idea that children are inherently good, we are more effective in our classroom management. Sometimes when children get out of control, it's easy to blame it on them. Well, they're mean, they're evil. Well, no, they're not. Maybe we had a bad management day and we need a new strategy, a new way to control them. But children are the goodness of the world and teachers know that for sure, especially primary teachers. We have this wonderful opportunity to work with the world's most vulnerable, most lovable little humans, and what a joy that is. So I know that in your teacher core, you believe this too. 
It may get away from you from time to time when they're loud and unruly, but we always come back to this idea that children are inherently good. And now let's go on to core idea number three. Let's see if you can find this down in your core. I can overcome obstacles with growth. I think looking back, the reason I became a teacher is because I loved learning so much. Learning was a powerful tool for me to escape from the other things in my childhood. And it definitely served me well as I'm here right now speaking to some of the most incredible teachers in the world. Growth is powerful. In this life, you're either growing or you're doing the opposite. You're dying. And uh, none of us want anything to do with that. So the most effective teachers are those who are constantly learning to improve in their career. We want to get better. We want to stay on top of things. We want to have the knowledge to serve our students the best that we can. Are we always using the newest and most effective strategies? No, but we are constantly working to improve. No teacher is perfect. The most effective teachers are not perfect teachers because such a thing does not exist. But we are constantly overcoming the obstacles that face us by finding the solutions, the systems to help us overcome those obstacles. Really quickly, I'd love to mention an opportunity for growth that I have available to you. I just completed the Finish with Joy podcast series that came with a free workbook. If you are at the end of your school year, at the time of listening to this, or even in the summer, I challenge you to grow with that learning opportunity. It was so rewarding to walk through that process with teachers, and I hope that you will find some joy within it. But that was core idea number three, and that's that we effective teachers believe that we can overcome our obstacles with growth, with learning opportunities. We are lifelong learners in our career because we want to serve our students the best that we can. Core idea number four is that you are talented. Say that to yourself. I am talented in my teaching career. Now, it may seem a little selfish to speak of yourself that way. It's very unnatural. But we believe to our core, whether we brag about it or not, that we are talented in what we are doing. You, teacher, are an expert in your field. What does it mean to be an expert? It means that you do something over and over and over until you understand it in and out. Well, you are having hands-on practice every single day in the areas that you are teaching. Therefore, whether you want to or not, you need to step into the role of a talented teacher You have talents. You can do things that others cannot do. And especially when facing parents and administrators, you need to own this role. 
You need to walk into any conversation understanding that you are the expert. You are the talented one with the answers and you need to be confident in facing anything that they have to throw at you. You know, when I was a new kindergarten teacher, I thought my principal, when he walked in the door, knew everything I was supposed to be doing, that he understood all of the standards, and that basically I was some kind of imposter standing in front of him there in my very first year. Well, if you're a new teacher, definitely perk up your ears and listen closely as I tell you that your principal is not an expert in your grade level. Unless they taught it extensively in years past, they do not have your level of expertise in your grade level. Turns out my principal knows absolutely nothing about kindergarten or primary as a whole because he taught high school. But now, years later, guess what? That same principal that absolutely intimidated me that first year comes to me for advice about things that are dealing with my grade level or primary reading specifically because I am the expert. And guess what? I was the expert back then. I just had not stepped into that role and had not realized it. So I hope you realize it today and can say confidently that you are talented especially in those areas that you are most passionate about. You are a talented teacher. Accept that core belief and own it. And finally, let's get on to core belief number five of the most effective teachers. And that is that you are appreciated. Of course, as we spoke before, this appreciation may not come from your principal, your coworkers, or even the families that you serve. But when we look into the needy eyes of our tiny little learners, we know that we are appreciated. We know that what we are doing is useful and purposeful and irreplaceable. We have to know that for sure to keep going. I know that it hurts sometimes when we don't get the pat on the back that we deserve. I have felt that in my own career every single year. There are people around me that should encourage me, should lift me up, but that don't. Here's the thing though. I'm not working for them. Well, technically, I am working for them, but they are not the reason that I show up to work each day with meaning in my heart. My students, even though they are too small to really articulate their feelings, they appreciate me showing up day in and day out and sharing my joy for learning with them. I see it in their smiles. I see it in their laughs. I see it in their silly nature when we're doing brain breaks between our lessons. I know that in their way, they appreciate and love me. And not to mention all the sweet little love letters they give me or the gifts or the flowers from the playground. I love that. 
But we effective teachers must hang on to this idea that our students give us the appreciation that we need to keep going. We are making the difference for them, even in times when it feels like our work is very unappreciated. So remember that core belief and hang to it tight when everything else fails. Your students need you and they appreciate their loving and wonderful and happy teacher. So keep doing what you're doing and do it for them. Oh, my darling teacher friend, I hope this episode all about core beliefs of the most effective primary teachers has helped you look in the mirror and really recognize that you have these beliefs within you and that you are the kind of teacher every student deserves. I absolutely love to uplift and encourage you, and I hope this episode has done just that. Let me encourage you to please hop over to Facebook if you are a user and join our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. This is a community of teachers just like you that I am building in hopes of having this safe and wonderful place to collaborate with others like us. So if that sounds like something you are interested in, follow the link in the show notes. And also, I will link our Finish with Joy series that we just completed in case you missed it. Grab that workbook, go back, and spend some of your time growing, developing, reflecting. It will help you so, so much to find joy right now in planning for your next year. With that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, sweet teacher. Keep on doing what you're doing. It's incredible. And until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. (laughs) 